AfterBuzz TV's Chief Operating Officer, Phil Svitek, comes a weekly digital series that shares his insights, concepts, and findings from years of learning and mentorship. Welcome to Phil Svitek Podcast. Hello to you. Glad you're joining me today. I know your time is extremely important, and therefore, I've done everything to ensure that today's lesson is something you gain something out of. First, allow me to introduce myself. I'm Phil Svitek. AfterBuzz TV's Chief Operating Officer ever since its inception back in 2011. For those unfamiliar with AfterBuzz TV, we're a leader in TV discussion. In fact, we've been dubbed the ESPN of TV talk. In order for me to run such a large-scale entity, it's important for me to have systems and routines in place both on a personal and company level. First, let's truly define what I mean by routines. Routines equal what you will automatically do no matter what. Mind you that right now, I imagine you eat daily, right? However, that doesn't mean eating is a routine for you unless there's a structure behind it. Structure is the backbone of routines. A website called Examined Existence puts it this way. Routine provides a sense of structure and familiarity. Structure is a way of organizing your life so it makes sense to you. You wake up with a sense of ownership, order, and organization of your life. When it comes to systems, it's a way of saying how you carry out the routines and processes, the actual steps and procedures that go into that specific routine. The better the system, the more effective your routines are. Let's begin by talking about the individual as that will help isolate the principles before we expand them out to a larger context. Now, some of you are adverse to routines because you have a negative association with the word. Perhaps your parents told you hundreds of times to make your bed, clean your room, brush your teeth, and so on and so on. You've associated the word routine with the word chore or something to dread. Routines can be extremely liberating if carried out properly. Here's a few benefits of routines. They build good habits and break bad ones, increase efficiency, allow you to knock out tasks a lot faster, they negate willpower and motivation, They help you become better at tasks. They can save you time on the back end. They help prioritize, reduce the amount of choices you have to make daily. They create momentum and self-confidence. They reduce stress and track your success. Time to analyze these. In my first episode, I discussed the importance of good habits. Feel free to check out my video called Why Practice Doesn't Make Perfect for more details on this. The link is in the description. But right now, trust me when I say habits are extremely important for your success. It's why your parents told you to clean your room and other tasks like that. That may have seemed so meaningless at the time, but they were trying to instill good habits. They just never explained it as such. The reason your efficiency increases is because it's a byproduct of increasing good habits and decreasing the bad ones. Another reason for such increased productivity is because your mind will start to associate settings and the times with tasks and therefore will automatically work on them. For example, professional writers have a place they normally write at. The best ones generally have set times that they write. When the writer sits in that seat at that time of the day, the mind knows what to do. It knows that the writer wants to fill the page with meaningful words. The book War of Art talks about the importance of exactly this routine. When the writer first begins this routine, she may end up sitting in that chair for five hours and fill less than half a page. But as the writer continues doing this practice daily, eventually the muse, as the book describes it, 
will note the effort the writer is devoting to her craft and will gift her with such words to type out, creating the masterpiece that she has so sought after. The more the writer does this, the more gifts she has bestowed from the muse. I can vouch from this from my own personal experience. In fact, this very video series, for example, at first it was very hard, but now I'm finding it much easier to draft up these lessons because the routines I set in place allow me to do so. Routines will negate willpower and motivation. Take a trend in America like dieting. If you have routines in place, like making your own breakfast each day, you won't be tempted to resort to bad food not part of your diet. It won't even cross your mind because the act of making that breakfast is so automatic. Now, I do caution you, to make this work, you have to also create a healthy shopping routine so you don't just buy crap when you're at the grocery store. But by doing this, you eliminate the need for your mind to ever drift and wonder what it wants for breakfast. You make your shopping list and that's it. In and out of the store, just like that. The reason routines can save you time on the back end is because it forces you to do smaller, more incremental portions of that task. For example, if you keep your room clean and tidy, spending just five minutes a day to ensure that it looks that way, you won't be left with a disaster to contend with at the end of the month. Having routines in place helps you prioritize by the fact that you're forced to lay out which things are important for you enough to have these routines. What are the tasks that benefit you most on a daily basis? Sticking to these routines thoroughly eliminates the random aimless ideas and temptations that may come along the way. Ideas are great, but they have a time and a place. Too often, people chase them without much return mainly because they start but never finish. Nowadays, the social media wormhole eats up people's time. This is because they check it too often throughout the day instead of allocating a certain amount of time in the day to do so. Routines make you focus on what is important for you and therefore the action steps will be accomplished because you've set that time aside instead of doing random tasks however the wind blows. Routines eradicate a lot of the useless decision-making and instead allow you to focus on only the decisions that truly matter. Scientifically speaking, the human brain uses the same amount of compute power, if you will, to make decisions no matter how big or small they may be. Each and every day, we only have so much compute power to be spent. Why waste it on useless drivel? Einstein was so vehement about this notion that he dressed exactly the same each and every day in order to not have to spend any time thinking about what to wear. Or you can even look at it not even trying out outfits or even shopping for that matter. He eliminated all of this. Others like Steve Jobs, Mark Zuckerberg have followed in those footsteps. Former US President Barack Obama says this on the matter. You'll see I only wear gray or blue suits. I'm trying to pare down decisions. I don't want to make decisions about what I'm eating or wearing because I have too many other decisions to make. He also goes on to mention that research shows the simple act of making decisions degrades one's ability to make further decisions. Now, how do routines create momentum in your life and build your self-confidence? Easily, that's how. If you get better at something that is important to you and then you see your willpower grow stronger because of the routines, the result of that will just propel you to be even stronger and better and better. Seeing what you're able to accomplish will boost your self-esteem. You'll feel proud of what you're able to do. Do what only months may have seemed impossible, depending on the routine. Certainly people who never work out 
and then one day begin have these sort of moments if they stick to it long enough. What happened? I won. Because you're not having to spend as much time thinking about the frivolous things. You'll feel less stressed. Remember what examined existence taught us. Routine provides a sense of structure and familiarity. Structure is a way of organizing your life so it makes sense to you. You wake up with a sense of ownership, order, and organization of your life. When you have ownership of your life on a daily basis, you don't feel stressed. Lastly, with such routines in place, you'll be able to each day gauge how well you're doing. You'll be able to measure your progress and see meaningful, viable results. I am still the world heavyweight champion. To set you up for success and create the best routines, we have to go back to the basics, which is a lesson I covered at length last week, and I encourage you to check it out. The link, as always, is in the description provided for you, so you can just access it easily there. But what I mean by the basics, though, is routines help you streamline the sometimes mundane, tedious, or certainly repetitive daily tasks like sleeping, eating, exercise, etc., and these tasks are the foundation of a healthy life. Doing these fundamental aspects well will allow you to excel in the more loftier goals of your life. To start the process of creating routines, go into your calendar and start blocking off time for these activities. Write in when you'll sleep. Write in when you'll wake up and when you'll get ready. Add in periods for eating and build in breaks. This way you'll not only do them, but you'll do them at the same time each day. One of the killers of routines are smartphones. I touched upon this earlier with our incessant social media checking, but emails and texts can be just as bad. We all get lots of emails and texts throughout the day. Instead of always reacting to every single one and feeling like you have to handle them right in that moment, which takes away from your current tasks, just take care of it during your blocked out period for emails and texts. If you want, you can section off two times in the day to do so. Yo. You've got prayers. Welcome to the Revelation Superhighway. We bless no mess. By the way, there's scientific studies that indicate it takes the mind 20 minutes to fully hone in on tasks that you're doing. So if you're constantly being distracted every time you get to work on something, you'll either never get it done or the final product will suffer tremendously. This is why dedicating chunks of your day to specific tasks is so effective. Also, schedule out moments for your family, moments to just relax, learn, read, whatever. By doing this, you're helping determine how your life reflects your principles and goals. It's prioritizing at its inception. Many people create to-do lists for their day. I think these can be great. One of the tricks I suggest to you, though, is to create your to-do list the night before. That way you wake up motivated and ready to go instead of just having to think what you need to get done for that day. Now, how you do all these things? Do you use a Google Calendar or a physical one? Do you use Wonderlist for your to-dos or sticky notes? These are all examples of systems you use in helping you carry out these routines. Systems in large part deal with how you organize yourself so you can maintain your routines. Let's say you do keep a physical calendar instead of an electronic one. Will you always make sure that it is with you? What are the steps you take to ensure that? If you do keep an electronic one and refer to it from your phone, how are you always gonna make sure that your phone is charged? Questions such as this 
help form the necessary systems you need to put in place to carry out these certain routines. Part of creating routines is setting up automated systems with tasks that can be automated so that way you only have to deal with them on certain occasions instead of weekly or worse, daily. For example, when it comes to saving and investing, experts will urge you to set up automatic transfers from your paycheck to go into both those buckets. It prohibits you from not growing your savings because it eliminates your involvement. Where you should be involved is in checking on a quarterly basis to see your growth and with your investments, rebalance them to an ideal diversification. Old business is old business and new business is new business and this is new business and we do not discuss new business until... Next quarter. For more on that recommendation, look up Ray Dalio's all-weather portfolio. Now, let me caution you again. Routines are great, but don't be so rigid with them. If something isn't working, simply adjust. It may be minor adjustments to your systems or processes rather than whole sweeping changes. For example, part of my routine is to check twice a week on my dog feeders. The dog feeder is a system I use to feed my dogs, so I don't have to worry about getting them fed if I end up having a late night meeting. Automation at its finest. But initially, the feeders weren't working properly because the dog food I was using was too big to be dispensed. So I adjusted and bought smaller dog food that worked. All right, time to discuss how systems and routines benefit businesses, whether small or otherwise. My biggest, biggest recommendation when it comes to managers is to begin by assigning roles to your direct reports rather than tasks. Doing this allows the direct reports to understand their place within the context of the company and know what part of the greater whole they serve. Work with them to identify the daily tasks required of their role, and then they can begin to identify how they best like to structure it for themselves. If from your experience something they suggest won't work, or won't work as effectively as something else, explain to them why. In a company setting, the emphasis becomes the system set in place. Without the right systems, a company is set up for failure. Bar Rescue's John Taffer knows this all too well. On his Paramount show, he goes into a new bar each and every episode with the goal of revitalizing it and turning it into a successful business. The problem in almost every episode begins with the owners not being strong leaders. I almost guarantee they don't have routines in their own daily lives. And that then translates to the businesses by them not setting up the proper systems. One of John Taffer's phrases on the show is, Management failed its staff today. This is so true. In an ideal business, the business should be able to operate no matter what. There should be no bottlenecks. There should be clear instructions for every role and every tasks. Deadlines should be created, and so on. Putting together a successful bar system is something John can do in his sleep at this point. But a system is useless if people don't use it. More importantly, if management doesn't enforce it. That's where the real crux of John's work really lies. He doesn't rescue bars, he rescues people. He gets them back on track to positive routines and habits. This is precisely the reason why I began the portion of this lesson with that. Everything in a successful business operation begins with the individual. Everything begins with you and extends outward. 
Once John is able to help the owners and staff, the system is easily fixed. As a business owner or manager, the stronger your systems that you have in place, the higher standard you'll be able to keep, no matter who steps into the role. As a quick side note, I highly, highly recommend checking out the show Bar Rescue with John Taffer on the Paramount Network. It generally airs Sundays, and you will learn so much regardless of whether or not you're in the bar industry or not. Secondly to that, check out the Bar Rescue After Show right here on AfterBuzz TV. So there you have it. There's the importance of routines and systems and how to approach them. As I always do, here's some more quotes to help enforce today's lesson. Enjoy. The secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. Scheduling downtime as part of your routine is hard but worth it, personally, even professionally. Novelists do not write as birds sing by the push of nature. It is part of the job that there should be much routine and some daily stuff on the level of carpentry. Fixing bars is easy. Fixing people is tough. In order for any business to succeed, it must first become a system so that the business functions exactly the same way every time down to the last detail. An organization's purpose and goals set the direction. Measures focus the energy on the outcomes. Processes create habits and habits drive the culture. You can teach skills and concepts. You can even create momentum and a few smiles through inspiration. But investing in skills and inspiration is a waste of money if there are not processes to reinforce your purpose and principles. The creation and continuous refinement of work processes is a mandatory practice in the results rule organization, regardless of the industry. Before you head off and put this lesson into action, here's a few more things. First, the transcript of this episode and all the other videos and links suggested are in the description. That way, you can access them at your convenience. While you're here, leave a comment with any thoughts, opinions, or questions you may have so Phil or I can respond. In fact, let us know your daily routines you think work well. Also, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to hit that like button and tell people about it. If you'd like to be notified when future episodes release, be sure to subscribe on either Apple Podcasts or YouTube. Lastly, if you're a new host in the LA area and would like to join AfterBuzz TV, visit AfterBuzz TV's contact page. A direct link is provided. Or you can tweet at Valesvitek or Instagram me at Juliet. Thanks for watching. I'm Juliet Weber, a producer on the show, and we'll see you next Monday with another one of Phil's Life Lessons.